and welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener, your host, Ken Lane, talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. And we are in full swing. I mean, it's just spring. Everywhere you look, blooming trees, blooming shrubs. This week, the lilacs woke up. Week, uh, a couple weeks before, purple leaf plums started to announce this really pretty pink flowering tree. Then it was the Bradford pears, and now it's the lilacs. And so, and it'll it'll be a progression right through spring. It'll finally end up being uh, your summer plants: crepe myrtles, rows of Sharon's, hibiscus. These are all things. So so things wake up at different times. They don't all wake up and start blooming, leafing out at the same time. Some plants love the spring. Some plants have no interest. They love the summer. And so you'll see them kind of wake up. It's all uh, nighttime temperature driven. It's, it's soil temperatures. It's, it's daylight. How long are the days? There's, there's several things that trigger a plant as to when to wake up. Grapes, really late. Normally they'd be open by uh, middle of April. Yeah, they're a little late this year. So it looks like about May 1. So don't worry. They are alive and they're going to grow for you. My buds just started to, to emerge on my grapes at home, home gardens. So it's coming. Crepe myrtle, no interest in waking up yet. There's not, a, there's not one leaf on this thing. But they're famous for that just brilliant fluorescent flowers in kind of mid to late summer through fall. That's when they have all their glory. Everything else is the lilacs have long since bloomed months ago, and now they're just this pretty green shrub. So you, that's why you really want to put your design together well. So you've always got something in bloom, something happening, adding drama to your landscape. So I have this stunning, I mean, just stellar, beautiful white angel lilac just outside my office, my home office. And so I'm using it to screen a west wall. It gets very hot right there in that corner. And, and it, it's got an overhang up from the upstairs bedroom. The, the master bath has got this, this build out. And so where the tub is. And so I couldn't have a tree there to help shade that. I wanted something just underneath that second story master bath. And a lilac was the perfect perfect shrub for that. And it's done done beautifully. It's in full bloom right now. And so it's up about, oh, maybe seven, eight feet tall and covered in hundreds of beautiful white flowers. Now I chose white just because, I mean, I own a garden center. I get bored with plants sometimes. I've, I've grown the purple ones and the blue ones and the variegated sensations, a, a variegated pink and purple. It's really stunning but I've grown those. White, I just love that fragrance. And I wanted it to be outside my, my office window where I get to enjoy the flowers. I can open the window and enjoy the fragrance. And so I chose that specific lilac for a reason, for my circumstance. It shades that, that corner heat. It just heats up. It gets so hot. Uh, it, it cools that through the growing season. But then the great thing about lilac is they're deciduous. Deciduous means they lose their foliage in the winter. They kind of rest. And so I get the radiant heat on that wall during the winter, but I get the shade during the summer. It's perfect. Well, I, I shot an Instagram photo of this, 
and just it was there was kind of windy this week. And you, you all know that you've you're tuned into the mountains. It was windy this week, and so the uh, where this lilac is, it just had a lot of motion. It was just beautiful. So I shot a, an Instagram a video of that lilac and just said, this is the view outside my office window. And just left it at that. Hashtag lilacs. And uh, boy, did that get the comments. My goodness, lots of folks liked that. And one theme came back. Well, I guess there were two. People started posting their own lilacs. This is on the Facebook side of things. It seems like, oh, here's mine. Oh, and here's mine. Oh, and here's mine. Beautiful photos. Thank you for sharing. They were stunning. And then also the opposite. My lilac hasn't bloomed in three years. What can I do? Ken, help me. How do I get my lilacs to bloom? And so I thought I would just spend just a moment and share my insight. Here's what I do to get those lilacs to bloom. Again, my name's Ken. We're just friends. We're talking over the back fence. And this is working in my backyard. I think it'll work in your backyard as well. Try this. This would really pertain to lilacs, roses, Rosa Sharon, you know, fruit trees. If they just haven't fruited well or the fruits are smaller, these are all anything that is fruiting or blooming, they require the same kind of, of nutrients and food. And it comes down to a food thing. So what happens is we don't have actual topsoil here. In fact, what little bit of topsoil you had, the developer took a grater and just grated it all off and shot it off to the side. You're left, literally many of you are left with dead soil. There's not one living, you won't find one worm. Nothing beneficial, no living thing in your soil. And then you go plant a lilac, which is great for a year or two because you added some compost and some organic material. You, you're trying to increase or, or build up, build back that soil. And then two, three years into this, the plant actually uses all of that food, organics, the compost, the, the mulch that you had in that hole. And so it literally runs out of nutrients. And so in the mountains, you'll tend to fertilize more often because of this fact. You just don't have any nutritional value in your soil. Secondly, uh, there's a reason why, why we don't sell any synthetic foods here at the garden center. So we don't, do, we don't sell turf builder. We don't have Scott's whatever nasty thing in a bag that burns up everything out in the yard. We, we don't do that. We use organic material, organic fertilizers, natural products, uh, because if you put chemicals, a petroleum-based fertilizer out there on your on your trees and shrubs it tends to it'll force the plant to grow but then it kills off the good stuff in your soil so you're almost taking one step forward makes the plant look good but then two steps backwards because all your worms and everything everything good in the soil is gone natural fertilizers work far better so i i put on my this is my lilac three times a year i put all purpose plant food 744 food with one we make here at the garden center we put that on because it's cottonseed meal and bird guano. So foliage, the bird guano makes all the nice and green. It's got some iron and sulfur, but the cottonseed meal lowers the pH and helps that plant to uptake more phosphorus, make, helps it to form bigger buds. But in addition to that, I, at the same time, so I'll fertilize three times a year. So Easter, 4th of July, Halloween is the most important feeding of the year for everything, especially spring bloomers. 
Just, just mark my word. Halloween. In addition to the all-purpose plant food, I'll go through and I'll, I'll throw a couple handfuls of super phosphate. It's 0 0,15,0. That middle number is what forms flowers and fruits. And so I'm pretty generous with my landscape with, with super phosphate. I usually go, I'll get the biggest bag that's on the shelf. And that's usually enough to get me through the season. And I'll give a handful to my Russian sage, uh, roses, butterfly bush, lilacs, forsythia, quince, all those things that bloom. And I just load them up with phosphorus because that's what brings the color, the fragrance, and the flowers out. So if you're doing that three times of year, so Easter, 4th of July, so spring feeding, 4th of July, the months, just before the monsoons, and then Halloween, plants are taking that food in to form next spring's flowers, you're going to have lilac that are, I mean, if you've got showy lilacs now, wait till you go to that, putting more phosphorus and more food. It's going to be covered. You'll, you won't be able to see the foliage. There'll be so many flowers. That's how you're going to invigorate a plant to come back into bloom. And then if that doesn't work, that plant, it, it probably deserves a chainsaw. It's time to replace it. If you're not performing, if you don't look good in my yard, you are in grave danger. Uh, of you, you better get your act together or I'm going to yank you out. There's going to be a chain and a bumper involved, a chain. Something's going to happen where you're going to be replaced with something that looks great if you don't turn it around. I'd give it a year and then see if it starts to bloom next year. It's impossible to get a, a lilac to start blooming this year. It, it's You had to fertilize six months ago for it to form this year's flowers, but you can set the stage for next year. That's how you get a lilac to come back into bloom.